passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. Hit your free throws because they are free. Joshua Fisher, Nikki, Snacks, Kreider, Nick. The Eagles fell. They're now 8-1. and one. That whole division, like the Commanders are a half game out of the wild card for the NFC. So that whole division pretty much has a shot. All of the AFC East as it stands right now after, unfortunately, your Chargers lose. My Patriots, obviously only nine, some teams ten games in, are in the playoffs. Yep. Which division is more surprising to you? The, um, way, the, the way the standings are broken that. down. I would say the NFC East Okay, being... All playoff contenders. I think by the end of the season, they actually might all be in the playoffs. Because if you look top to bottom at all of the divisions in the NFC, mm-hmm. I really can only see one team prevailing in each division. In the North, right now it's the Vikings. Well, we'll get to the Packers. They could make a run. In the South, it's kind of wide open, but the Bucks probably will be the one that prevail. You think another team in the South is going to... No. Yeah. Your Super Bowl pick is done, the Saints. Done. I mean, the Falcons are done after they <clears throat> lost to the pathetic Panthers. And then you got the the West, which is also, I think, probably a two-horse race between Seattle and San Francisco. I For now, I think, that, I think there's going to be a horse that emerges. San Francisco. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they're finally healthy again. They've got Christian McCaffrey there. Utilize him with Elijah Moore. You got Do they Debo need Samuel. to make that? Tra- I mean, obviously, look, it's McCaffrey. Do they need to make that trade before uh, we get back to the divisions? It kind of looked like it. It revitalized them though, and right, and gave them some juice and sure allowed them to, I don't know, just become more complete team. Yeah, I mean, I'm always of the school of thought you can never have enough offensive skill players. Of course, obviously, especially I, the way I, way guys go down all the time. A hundred percent. I'll always point to the Tennessee Titans, and as well-coached as they are, and I guess as well as they're managed, I still think they make a lot of questionable roster decisions. And that's unfortunate because that's a roster with pieces around it where they could be a much more competitive team. I'm always curious as to why they really have never and continue to not bring in another back alongside Derrick Henry. Is it like a personal thing? Like they don't want to make him feel uncomfortable because from a depth standpoint, knock on wood, God forbid he goes down like he did last season, spoiled their season. I mean, they ended up finishing first, but like still like having that guy to spell him in some instances, like having Elijah Mitchell and CMC 
It hurts. It's going to hurt CMC's fantasy production, although he did find the end zone. Receiving-wise, Ayuk had a great game. Debo seemed to really not do anything. Neither did Kittle. So, And you know, they don't have a quarterback like Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen that's going to spread the ball around on a continuous basis. Jimmy G is kind of trying to get in and get out and win the game. Right. Well, I think that's partially why that move was so needed because Jimmy G is not a Patrick Mahomes. He's not a Justin Herbert. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not a guy who can go out and, and win you games based on his own personal talent. He's a guy that can manage the game well enough and then get it to other superstars mm-hmm. so they can do it. Yeah. Giving him as much help as possible. And they were saying on Sunday Night Football all night long how this is like a pro ball team almost. You've got all pros all across the board. You've got Kittle. You've got Debo. We've got Christian. you got Trent Williams on the line. He's a nine-time pro baller, tied for most in the NFL right now for an offensive lineman. Yeah. I mean, that you've got use check. Like, all these guys are legit all pros. I mean, they don't have I they I don't know how many picks they have le- next year coming up because they gave up a boatload for CMC and obviously they had given away their picks um to Miami to go up and get Trey Lance who that deal is also <coughs> highly questionable at the moment. Yeah, but you can't really predict injury. Sure you can't, but I the Niners to me I agree in the sense that they are looking like a Pro Bowl team because they have – if Elijah Mitchell's healthy, he's probably a top 20 running back, maybe top 15 in the league. Yeah. He starts at a lot of places. Um, obviously, CMC is CMC. And quite frankly, like really now that we're just like talking it out loud and, and speaking our minds and opening up our imaginations to the situation that has become a reality – it's great for a guy like CMC to have a guy like Elijah Mitchell so you're not running him into the ground and you could have him come playoff time. Of course. I mean, that was the issue that they had in Carolina where he was taking 99% of the offensive snaps. And what do you know? He got injured two seasons in a row. I mean, you're getting – not only are you taking 99% of the snaps, on a lot of those percents of the snaps that you're on, you're getting the ball. Right. So it's not like – like, like, how many touches did he average a game that one season? I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, Scary Terry, I'm sure he was on a lot of percent of the plays, but he had 12 looks and 10 catches, or like 10, maybe 10 cat, ten looks and 8 catches against the Eagles in the Monday night game. Effective. Effective, yeah, but like, he's getting hit max 8 times. Right. Pretty much. Except for blocks, maybe he gets roughed up on like a, on like a play for that they're going for the ball. But like, really, you're getting hit eight times. Where a guy like CMC, he's running the ball in like 99% of those snaps that he's on. He's running the ball like 20 times at least. So you're major- unless you're getting into the end zone, you're getting, you know, you're getting hit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think the real question, honestly, is if I'm looking at this team, and this is me looking at this team now and going forward, is Debo Samuel. Like Debo came into this year, he was like, it's, it's honestly almost a shock that he's still with this team. Oh, they paid him all this money. He was holding out. Then they forked up the money and then got hurt this season for a little bit. And now he's back and not really a factor. No, I mean, he's a great offensive weapon and he's a great receiver <clears throat> and he runs the ball extremely well. To me, though, they might look to trade him. Yeah, why not? Why? Look, all of a sudden you have the best case scenario for the for the Niners is you have Ayuk, you have Kittle, you, ha- you still have CMC, you Juwan have Elijah Jennings. Mitchell. Not Juwan, uh, um, Jennings. Jennings. You have Jennings, yeah. And, I mean, then you could always go out and get somebody a little bit cheaper. If you could trade Debo for a second and a third or a first and a fourth, all of a sudden that draft that we're talking about that you didn't have before 
you all of a sudden have back again. Right. Like, think about, like, there are so many teams that could use Debo Samuel, New England Patriots, Green Bay Packers. I think any team could use Debo Samuel. Sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Chargers could use him right now. Yeah. I mean, we'll float back to the, the original question of, like, the divisions. And it's a weird statement and a weird question, but breaking down just the AFC East and the NFC East, who's more likely to make the playoffs, the Patriots or the Commanders? Oof, I would probably say the Commanders. Wow. Just, just because I think there are more wild card teams out there um, in the AFC that can contend. Sure. Because I don't think they're going to take the division away from the Bills or or the Dolphins. Yeah, there we go. And both those teams are probably making the playoffs. But just across the board, in every division, you've got at least two horses that are in the race. Yeah. Well, in the East, you have... Are you buying the Jets? You're buying the Giants more than you're buying the Jets. You're buying the Jets more than you buy the Giants is the next question, I guess I could say. That's, I mean, that's a good, that's a great question. Um, it's really hard to say um, because I think the Jets have pulled off some quality wins. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that the Giants, they've won games, but I don't necessarily know that their wins are as impressive as the Jets have been. Sure. I mean, the Jets win over Green Bay. I mean, they, they both beat Green Bay. Right, you know, but the way the Jets beat Green Bay, they beat them down. They really manhandled them. I think I look at these both of those the New the York Jets teams. Jets beat the Bills, right? Jets beat the Bills, hundred percent. Who say what you will? Like Josh Allen, I think everyone was really hyped on him, and I obviously so he's in my fantasy team. Think he's an incredible quarterback and an incredible talent. He's not Pat Mahomes yet, and I think or that, maybe ever. Ever, yeah. Like he, he said, never will he said be. yeah, I think there's only one of one with Pat Mahomes. He said that? No, you, you just said yet, but I think it's never going to happen. He, Pat Mahomes is one of one. Yeah, but I think many people were like, okay, he's the MVP pick. He's <clears throat> taking the next step. To win the MVP in the NFL, you really have to do something spectacular. Um, and I think as much as like people are buying – like. Tua's been incredible. His completion percentage is great. He's leading the leagues in, in yards per completion. Obviously, he has, I mean, what do you think? He has a new head coach who knows how to fly. He waddles in his second year, and then you go out and get him, Tyreek Hill, who might be at least have the most, he might have the best attribute of any wide receiver. His speed and his ability to get open downfield, and if you could hit him down there in stride, it's game over. So he may be, he may have the best single attribute of any wide receiver. So you add those two guys into the mix, plus like Mostert and Jeff Wilson are good, solid running backs. Yeah, they both had great games. Yeah, and the defense is good. I mean, the Dolphins are an extremely dangerous team, and I think and I hope and I imagine the Buffalo Bills aren't taking them lightly. I don't think they were. Yeah, I, I'm curious though. Is like to me, Belichick doesn't lose this division. If he's in Buffalo situation, well, no, of course not. I mean, like, but I see, like McDermott and Josh Allen could let this slip through their fingers. Yeah, they could. I, you see what I'm saying? The Bills have a history of choking. Yes, in the recent years. Um, which in history, in the history, history of P- P- yeah, yeah, in the history, P- that's, just, that's just, this is the Bills. Yeah, Heimlich maneuver over there in Buffalo. Um, Got dark. Sorry, you're right, but this is. I mean, you can't really play hypotheticals with. If Bill was on this team, if Bill was on that yeah, team, yeah, 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 I mean, I understand. He's he's a Patriots. He's not going to go to any other team. He's going to retire, a Patriot. Yeah, like, it's just not going to happen. But 
Do you think they retire his like hoodie? You know how players get jerseys retired? Do you think they have like in like the Ring of Honor like a hoodie? They totally should for Bill Belichick. They should, but I don't think they will. They're too serious of an organization. I know. Isn't it ironic like that's my team? No, really. I mean, you're a Boston fan. Yeah, but like they're so serious. Yeah, I guess. And I'm not. They're so buttoned up. I mean, I going to back to the Patriots versus Commanders at the bottom of that division. Like the Commanders are are five and five. They've gone to their backup quarterback. I mean, I think Carson Wentz. I think Heineke gives him a better chance to win than Carson Wentz. Seems like it. Carson Wentz can throw you out of games. Yeah. Not saying he's not talented, but he can throw you out of games. B Rob is back ish. They're using them in Gibson at least kind of well. Yeah. But their receiving group is fantastic. Honestly, the receiving duo is really good. Um, I think Brown's a really good uh, third piece over there in Washington. But Samuel and McLaurin are a very underrated duo. Heineke's super solid. The defense is good. And you know what? Not only is the defense good, they're also getting their best player in the entire team back in Chase Young. Yeah. So they've gone this far without their best player, which is crazy. Yeah. They played Meek Mill, by the way, after the game in Philly in the locker room. Did they? Cool, too much. Yeah, I don't think it matters. I mean, you're a music fan. Yeah, right. I know, but like it's in after beating a team in Philly, when you're still in last in the division, I know you beat an undefeated Philadelphia Eagles team. And quite frankly, that's probably the best thing for the Eagles. It's a good, you know, it's a wake up call. Wake up call. Yeah. Do you still think that they're the top team in the NFC? Um, yeah, I think they got to be because there's too many teams that have started off really slow. My only other team would probably be the Vikings. Who they beat. Who they beat, yeah. But that, was the Vikings. that was in prime time. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins, like, obviously can't win in prime time. Yeah, we'll see. I think he's got a, he's got a chance to, to rewrite that narrative. I think, I think Buffalo, I mean, literally coughed that game up. The fourth and 18 were day. Yeah, they like, not only, yeah, but here's the thing. I mean, with teams that make runs and teams that sneak into the playoffs and win Super Bowls, you have to have some magic be the team of destiny. Why not the Minnesota Vikings being the team of destiny? I mean, I'm down. Like, talk about their receiving duo, obviously. Jefferson's probably the best receiver in the NFL. Is. Not even probably. He just is. Better than Devontae Adams. Like you Better have- than Devontae Adams. Okay. Better than Cooper Cup. RIP Cooper Cup this season. Uh, better than Jamar Chase, another guy who's down this season. Better than CD, of course. Better, better than... I mean, there's only one other guy that I think who served a suspension earlier this year, who was playing like the best receiver in the NFL, and that's DeAndre Hopkins. So those two right now, I think, are playing like the best. I think you're shaking Devontae Adams' tree a little much, but I also think that I love the DeAndre Hopkins inclusion. <clears throat> to me, the Justin Jefferson catch, not only is the catch itself Odell-esque and just as impressive with the defender draped over him, it's also in fourth and 18. What did Devontae Adams over. do against the Saints a couple weeks ago? I mean, he was horrible. He had one catch. Yeah, I mean, he stunk, but he was sick. If you're the best receiver in the NFL, you you don't let that happen. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say he was sick against the Colts, but Gilmore locked him down in that last play. Yeah, they literally could not stop Justin Jefferson on their last drive or their, their game-tying drive. It just goes to show you, man, like it's no secret like – Christian Watson like has his breakout game when the Packers beat the Cowboys, and you know we'll stick again and keep it at least in the East as we go to the Packers. I know you wanted to discuss them. It's no surprise that Christian Watson has a breakout game and they win that game. Like in this day and age, receivers are no longer a dime a dozen. Like 
having a true number one receiver on your team really is a game changer. Yeah, I mean, you need weapons. Yeah. And, like, like, you look at the Chargers right now, all their big weapons are banged up, and Herbert cannot do anything. No. Cannot skate by throwing touchdowns to DeAndre Carter. He saw, I mean, him and Palmer are good, though. They're not bad. Yeah, but DeAndre Carter, his entire career has been a return man. Like, they made him a wide receiver this year because Keenan Allen got hurt, and they're like, oh, well, he complements that offense, right? He's speedy. If he can catch a pass, run good routes, why not throw them the ball? But he's not a guy who should be getting seven catches, eight catches, ten catches a game. He's a mm-hmm. guy that, you know, maybe just goes over the top once a game. Mm. I mean, your team is built to have – I mean, that team is just in shambles. Keenan's been out pretty much the entire year. You've had Mike Williams half the year. You lose your left <clears throat> tackle. And right tackle now. Yeah. I mean, and center. And Joey Bosa. I mean, I mean, Joey Bosa's that's the that's par for the course at this point. Yeah, he's hurt every year. Mm-hmm. So like, it gets to a point. J.C. Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I could I could have told you the J.C. Jackson contract was questionable. As much as I love him, and as much as I you know think he's a good player, that Patriots system makes good players great and great players defensive players of the year, like Gilmore. Like don't get don't get it twisted. Gilmore is an incredible talent. Was great in Buffalo. He's been good on the Colts. Was solid when he played in a couple games for the Panthers. Gilmore was the defensive player of the year. Super Bowl champ with the New England Patriots. And it's the system, man. Yeah, the system really lends itself to like you know a, a really yeah. good cover. I mean, regardless though, it's still it's still depth as at the cornerback position. Oh, yeah, he's I still mean, a top it. cornerback. It's not saying he's the best cornerback, but having him go down hurts. Yeah, I mean, it's it's again like a huge contract that y'all threw him. It, it's it's unfortunate, and it's looking like it's crazy. Everyone anticipated that division to be the closest division this year. It's not at all, and it's horrible. The Broncos are. It, it's a dogfight for the most disappointing team between the Raiders and the Broncos. Mm-hmm. And I would honestly, as disappointing as the Broncos are, I would go to say it was the Raiders. Yeah, you've got all this talent on your team. You're bringing Devontae Adams. You have a brand-new head coach. You go to the playoffs last year. You go to the playoffs last year, right? Like Everyone's starting to get back onto the Derek Carr train, thinking that he's actually the guy again, and now it's just like the complete opposite. Are you cool with him crying at the press conference? Things kind of soft. Yeah. But I appreciate his heart. And I appreciate, like, the the Raiders are such a tough franchise, dude. Like, they, like, they're cool. Like, their swagger's good. Their logo's fun. Like, they have such a rich history and, like, such, like, a... They have such, like, a nostalgia about them. Of course. I mean, it's a classic team. It's a classic team. John Madden, Al Davis. Yeah. You, you know, know, but they are been classically bad by and large for as long as like we've really been like alive outside yeah, of that super, super bowl, bowl run. right since then they've been pretty much doogie hauser that's just kind of how the nfl works though i mean there's a lot of teams that had success early on in their franchise that just take a long time to really get back you really like, gotta get lucky you gotta get lucky i mean what the patriots have been able to do is just out of this world they weren't a good team before brady and belichick no, they weren't. But there are teams that like I don't know about the Chiefs necessarily, man. I mean they're But like look, I mean like think about like think about the nineties, the eighties, the seventies, right? The Cowboys. The Bills. I mean the Bills never won a Super Bowl, but they were there. 
time and time again. You know, you had the Bears in the 80s, you know, 70s, the Eagles, even the Jets. Mm. Like, these are teams that we have not really seen be good in the past 20 years. The only team I've really seen, like, consistently be good Steelers. is Steelers. Yeah. Mike Tomlin just beat every single – after beating the Saints this week, he has beaten every single team in the NFL except for his own. I mean, that – Dennis, Dennis Allen and McDaniels might not be head coaches, by the way. They might just be coordinators, dude. Probably. Like McDaniels, like Dennis Allen. Like the Saints aren't a bad team. They should why be. Are you running, why are you running Andy Dalton? I mean, we'll get into this more in the next segment, but like, why are they running Andy Dalton if Jameis is healthy? I don't know. And they're, they're, it's not like, okay, we could tank for a pick. Their pick goes to the Eagles. Yeah. They traded – their pick this upcoming year to get Trevor Penning, who unfortunately the, the tackle who hasn't played yet, but it's not like they have their pick, so they can't tank for anything. So you might as well play to win, is what I would say. Uh, it's just uh, the old two cents there. All right, Josh Fisher, Nikki Snacks, Kreider. We're gonna be back in just a hot second. Please don't go anywhere. Don't do with it. the charity stripe. Don't do it. Hit your free throws because they're free. And now. This is the moment you... Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash westwood1. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash westwood1 now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Westwood One. All been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.